0: This podcast is brought to you by the Dunfield Retirement Residence, a casually elegant retirement community located at Young and Eglinton in the heart of Midtown Toronto. Customized living options complement your independent, active lifestyle. Learn more at thedunfield.com.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. to are the Men's warmers uh, I'm Jamie. I'm here with my friend Gabe. Gabe, how you
0: doing, buddy? I'm good. It's lovely to be back. I, I am a little laryngeal tonight. We are a, a phlegm-focused people, um, but tonight mine is is particularly bad. Um, yeah. But otherwise, uh, doing well.
1: Just... Um, Somehow, I am just, like, dodging children's viruses like Neo and the Matrix, man. Just, like... You know, I I, I one has uh, this stomach ailment or this cough or whatever, and I am just staying above it all, just like running on good vibes and diet coke, and just like staying healthy despite the season and not having gotten my flu shot yet. Uh,
0: I do, which a, I should do. I do a lot of my my life on good vibes and diet coke, um, <laughs> but generally speaking, this week the the uh, itis has caught up with me, so I've my voice is a little more husky than usual. The bell, the bell is tolling for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's vacation game. I could I could finally lead my Yiddish metal, my Yidcore band that I've always been uh, thinking about doing. But we are not here to talk about my mucus. We are here to talk no, about we have a,
1: Jews and sports. We're, talking, we're here to talk about Jews and sports. We have a very nice episode coming up. Uh, we have an interview uh, that we'll play at the second half of the episode with Leo Berman. Is he, is he uh, our
0: first active D1 athlete we've had on the show?
1: Oh, good question. We've certainly had people who have been... Yeah, we've had some We've had like you know, active, active pros or former D one athletes of various kinds, like like Ethan Zahn, like he played Division One Soccer, I think. Uh and, and certainly the football players, the baseball players we've talked to, uh, a number of them, like um like Ryan Lavarnoy, like yeah. played D one, you know, it, it, it counts. Lots of Gaels, um, but even, even even though it's the Abbey League, it counts. Um <laughs> Zach Hyman. But yeah, we were joined by by Lior Berman of uh the Auburn men's basketball team, uh six four guard from Birmingham, Alabama, Lior Berman uh yeah is, it was great is, to chat with him i
0: didn't get to ask him but uh, they're not the Burmans of birmingham
1: that i i thought i thought that would get more of a, uh, a rise from him but i am gonna <laughs> guess that he's he's had that joke his whole life yeah. uh he is from birmingham his last name is Berman, and there's many of them apparently i, I learned um,
0: today there was a jewish day school in birmingham and he went there
1: yeah that's true that's that's well let's save that for the interview um we'll, and we'll get to that soon nice to chat with leor about uh you know his time at auburn and his uh, very effusively and vocal Jewish coach, Bruce Pearl, as well. Yes. Um, but before we get to that, let's uh, talk about some some Jewish sports goings on the last few weeks. Um, some some pretty big Jewish news out of uh, Christy Pitts. and not just the uh, Solidarity Rally that that uh, I, was, <laughs> I was happy to attend this past weekend, but uh, the local semi-pro. Is it semi-pro? I think, I, that's I think the it's semi-pro. Level th- it's at.
0: Our, our local wood bat. Top tier baseball yeah. league, the Intercounty Baseball League.
1: Yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, not to be confused with—I think there's a hockey team that also has the same name—but uh, the baseball team, the Maple Leafs, was bought uh, by Rob Godfrey, uh, whose name might sound familiar. He is the son of Paul Godfrey, former president of the Blue Jays. Um, him and uh, Keith Stein were, were named as the as the new owners. I I, mean, I don't know much about Mister Stein. I'm going to assume I'm going to assume. assume he is also uh, a yes. member of the tribe. Um, but they're taking over the team and uh, promised to keep it in Christie pits, uh, which, you know, I think has some significance as a, a Jewish, a Jewish area, a Jewish place, given the riots and, uh, you know, other, other associations with, with the area, you know, they talked about that at the solidarity rally that it was you know, on the 90th anniversary, uh, plus a uh, few months. Absolutely. That, uh, it it, that it was taking place
0: seems, it seems, you know, just doing a little backup on, on Keith Stein, you know, he did go to Osgood Hall. That's one thing. But he went you know, to a
1: law school. That's a pretty Jewish thing to do.
0: Yeah, he's gone to a lot <laughs> of places. He did seemingly have some business partnership at some point with Gene Simmons. Um, All right, there you which, go. Which would imply that he is Jewish. Sure. Uh, that said, I'm. Uh, I, it's like pretty exciting to see one way or another the uh, that you know this team is is got some new ownership and fresh ownership. Yep. They've been traditionally like sort of a a part of the italian toronto community um being part yeah. of christy pits and and yeah the Domenico, the Domenico family were the family. owners
1: before and it's a you know it's it's always been a sort of pretty mixed area uh i guess there's more traditionally a jewish neighborhood south of there in in the Mark in kensington market and uh, the ward but um I, there's always been plenty of jews in the annex and Seton village and italians and portuguese people in the area um but it's great that they're keeping the team and they're keeping the team at christy pits i think is, they've committed it's- to that it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great experience. It's pure and unadulterated baseball. It's free. You get to sit in the park. It's a great way to spend a summer day. So, oh, it's nice a, a wonderful that, Sunday.
0: Uh, as as soon as my my child stops um stops napping, I think that's right. going to be like a standard Sunday thing.
1: So excited to see uh, that you know J- Jewish uh, Jewish investors will be involved in that and, and keeping the team there. So hopefully we can chat more about that in the future. Um, some other goings on in the Jewish sports world. Uh, Max Homa won. Uh, the DP World Tour. Pretty exciting In stuff. the South
0: African tournament.
1: Yeah, the South African South Africa. tournament. The, the Ned, Bank, Ned Bank Golf Challenge. Um, So it's not a PGA Tour event. I'm not exactly sure. Great, great to be
0: historical golfer, that Ned Bank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how the DP World Tour works. Like I would say, even as like a somewhat um avid golf fan, like I don't know all the details exactly. Because somehow he won the tournament, Max won the tournament, but Rory won the tour. Uh, yes. so I don't really like, I get that it's sort of like cumulative stuff, but it, it, it's sort of like a, uh, an international FedEx cup, but no one's really paying attention to it. Is that, is that right?
0: I think that's, that's probably sort of like it. Yes.
1: Um, I think the best gig in golf is being a guy who's like the best golfer on, on the non PGA tour, like a European guy who just lives in Europe, but like wins four events a year just cause like, they're very good. Like a, like, I feel like Victor Hoblins done that, uh, at times in yeah, his career. Uh, now,
0: now that guy would be Nikolai Hoygaard
1: right um but yeah homo is only the fifth american to win the tournament um you know said it was very exciting to go to a new place and meet a lot of new people and uh and play golf in a different place um but you know really great for him that that he that he won that it's a great start to what will be the 2024 season you know like it's it's a good it's it's one of these
0: swing or whatever but now you know if you include this in his is List of sort of career top tier wins, which I think I think we would. Um, sure. This this now puts him um, four back of Corey Pavin. Is reaching for eleven? Pavin. This is his seventh win, so that would put uh, put him in the all
1: time Jewish golfer rankings. In The all time
0: Jewish golf rankings. He is still right. four behind Pavin. I think Pavin actually won fourteen champion uh, tournaments, but as we've talked about this many before, three of them uh, were post um, conversion. So we right. only consider Pavens' Jewish period um that Max Homa is chasing.
1: <laughs> right. And you know he has just he has remained in the top 10 since he won the Genesis uh or came in second I think at the Genesis last year. Maybe since the farm he won the Farmers last year. Uh he has just remained in the top 10. You know, we were very optimistic going into 2023. Uh it's not that he had a um it's not that he had a bad season by any accounts. Um you know, he obviously won a tournament and and that's that's a you know that's that's a winning season, I think, for anybody, especially uh, at
0: Torrey Pines.
1: Anyone Fortnite, which I guess was still part of the 2022. Yep. They've changed. The it, they've cup. changed the way it had goes. A good but Ryder cup it, yeah. he had a good Ryder Cup. He he kept the Americans alive uh, when he won on Sunday. Uh, he, he sort of clinched a, a, a clinched a, a win or a tie that that kept them alive for a period of time. Um, but I think I, I think we were all a little bit disappointed with his um, finish at most of the uh, majors. He came in 10th. He tied for 10th at the uh, at the Open Championship, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I don't think he had a, a top 10 at any of the majors last year. Uh, he, he was top 10 at the Players um, and, and, and came in, you know, very close to, to winning at the Phoenix uh, before he, he, he had a bit of a downturn. So, you know, it was a great season, but we didn't see him win or really compete on a Sunday for a major. And uh, that's what we're looking for. That's what 2024 is going to bring. I, I, mean, I feel yeah. it, you know?
0: We're gonna we're gonna get this Jewish major winner thing down. Um Absolutely. It's, it's it's gonna happen. Um, but another couple of big weeks, uh big weeks, uh in the uh, National Women's Soccer League, um, the Gotham City FC, which is uh uh managed, generally managed by Yael Averbuck. Um right. who the who is it a a, a Jewish American US national team uh veteran. Um, Gotham FC uh, won the NWSL championship. Wow! Um, so uh, good for them. Congratulations to Yale. Lots of wins great. for
1: Jews this week. Yeah, we also wanted to highlight uh, Daniel Blumen, uh, who we should give a hat to, to C.J.N.'s Ellen Besner for turning us to Daniel Blumen uh, won the Longness FEI Jumping World Cup, which was held in Toronto. It's part of the uh, Royal Horse Show. That's part of the winter, uh, the mm-hmm. Royal Agricultural Winter Fair. Did it, it used to have a different name? I feel like I think of it as something else. Anyways, the the Royal the Winter the the winter fair in Toronto. Um, but uh, yeah, Daniel Blumen, who has ridden for both Colombia, his native country uh, and Israel internationally and at the Olympics as well. Um, he won the championship. So congratulations to him. I don't know what that means in terms of uh, getting ready for France, 2024. I would assume that he is attempting would, to qualify for yeah, Israel again.
0: Or yes, I would assume he was, if, you know, if you're winning global events, assume you're one of the best ones.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's a it, it's one of the bigger indoor horse events uh, on, on the schedule, and very exciting. I don't know. Um, he was riding his horse Gemma W. I don't know if she is Jewish or not. Um, so we'll have to ask <laughs> it, Daniel about that. Yeah, we'll
0: have to we'll have to find out when we get him on the podcast. You wonder, you know, could an animal
1: with a cloven hoof be Jewish? That is a good question. I think, I think the answer has to be. I think the answer is yes because the. The fact that something is not kosher to eat is not determinative of its Jewishness. Like people are not kosher to eat, right? That's no. not discredited. So, although
0: like, is 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 cannibalism specifically banned in the Talmud?
1: Uh I'm sure certain some, some, somewhere I would think it is specifically banned if okay. it's not already covered by uh, all the prohibitions on murder and other prohibitions. But I'm just saying like I don't know that uh there there are specifically Jewish pigs or other trayf animals, but, but there might be some, there must be some. So they do often say that human meat tastes the most like pork.
0: In fact, <laughs> it has been called long pork many places before, um, yeah. which, which would, you know, hint that it is not kosher. So that might answer your question. So, so the, judging by that, that's enough for me logic. There can be Jewish horses.
1: Yeah. Well, this is quite the tangent that we've gone on. One of our one of our more interesting ones. Um, anyways, congratulations to Daniel for 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 winning that. Uh, and we'll, we'll have to check in on him and, and and Gemma and see how they're doing as they ride up to the Olympics. Um, before we get to our interview with, with Lior, I just wanted to take a quick check-in. I guess we're about quarter season, almost, through the hockey season. Um, and I uh, wanted to just check in on the Hughes brothers, who have been having uh real exciting season. Unfortunately... Uh, Jack Hughes, who, who was leading the league in points, was, I think, when yeah, he, he got Jack injured. Hughes
0: was off to an unbelievable start, taking that momentum from the end of last year um, that he had, you know, finishing with a 99-point season. And, and I think sort of at the time of his injury, um, he had over 20 points in fewer than 10 games. I believe that's yeah. where
1: he was at. Um, but now he's hurt his right shoulder. And yes. I don't know if there's a uh, – hockey diagnoses are always super um, cagey. Yes. Like, I, especially in the playoffs where it's just like, yeah, he has an upper body injury. Like – because he I might I, 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 well, I think it's because you can actually target someone's you could hit their shoulder if they, if you know which yeah. shoulder it is and whatever. But I, I think he, they did say it was dislocation, um, yes. which is and, good. I, I think it's it's it means he's, he doesn't need surgery. He's not going to be out for an extended period of time, but he, yeah, he might be original, out for a few weeks.
0: The original prognosis was a month. Um, but today they actually said they upgraded him to day to day.
1: Right. Um, that's good.
0: So he might not be out for that long. But, you know. All of the slack sort of being left by his injury is is more than being picked up by uh, Vancouver captain Quinn Hughes. Yeah, um, he's
1: leading the league in assists and plus-minus And right
0: plus-minus. For a defender yeah. to lead the league in plus-minus is quite an impressive thing to do.
1: Unbelievable. Um,
0: and, and he's sort of named the captain of the team this year, and they're one of the best teams in the league. So they're doing terrific.
1: I think if Jack comes back healthy and is able to to come up, uh, you know, Luke is also having a pretty solid start to his season. You know, obviously career. younger. Yeah, obviously, you know, younger, not expected to contribute to the Devils in the same way uh, that Jack is. But if Jack can come back and rebound and, you know, have a, a top 10 points here, like that Quinn and Jack could both be theoretically top 10 in points, top 10 assists. Like it could be, you know, it could challenge any of the best brother seasons. Uh, you yeah. Know, the, Gretzky's the new or Sittlers or, or Lemieux's or Sedin's or, or stalls or anything like that.
0: <laughs> you know, I my dad and I were talking about the three Hughes brothers the other day, and in oh, a yeah. typical dad way, he said, "You know, there were six Sutters." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're we're the Hugheses are at a disadvantage. There's only three of them.
0: There's only um, three of them, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But but you know, Team USA will have a, a Jewish murderers row for the first time ever. Really, come the 2024 Olympics.
1: 2026, but yeah, 2026 uh,
0: Olympics, it, yes.
1: We don't. We don't know yet if if NHL players are back. I think they haven't. I don't think yet. it's
0: official. And there are, yeah. there's
1: rumors of another World Cup of Hockey coming up soon. Right. Um, but one way or another, whether it's at a World Cup or at the 2026 Olympics, I think it, it's a pretty good shot that all three Hughes siblings, uh, all three Hughes brothers, could be on the team absolutely they, even you know, you know out there together on the same time at the on the ice at the same time which would be pretty pretty amazing to see
0: that would be very very cool jack and luke already do play together a lot so yeah. it'd be cool to see quinn luke and, and quinn playing together would be it'd be extremely cool The
1: all three yeah. brothers
0: right there so anyway best of luck to recovering jack um absolutely and, and hoping that he feels better soon
1: yeah uh why don't we go now to our interview with leor berman We're very glad to be joined tonight by Lior Berman, guard for the Auburn basketball, uh, Auburn Tigers, Auburn men, Auburn's the, the, men's basketball team. The basketball Tigers. The basketball Tigers. Lior, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you are, I take it, you're in Auburn right now at the in the training room or the athletic facility for the basketball team?
2: Yeah, I'm actually in our, in our locker room right now.
1: Uh, I know the season just started. Um, you guys won the other day. Uh, you got another big game coming up this this week against Notre Dame. Uh, has has preparation going for that? Everyone everyone excited?
2: Yeah, it's going great. We get to leave for New York tomorrow. We're going down uh, a little early, so we'll be able to practice up there. And preparations going good right now. We'll probably have a hard practice tomorrow morning, and then we'll yeah we, uh, we'll fly there.
1: Right. Oh, that's exciting. Um. So, Lior, you grew up in uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. Were you guys were you the only Burmans in Birmingham?
2: No. So I actually had a, lo- a lot of cousins, uh, <laughs> a lot of cousins.
1: What's I, what's I, the, I don't think the, of...
0: the, yeah, we don't, I think a lot of people you're breaking stereotypes here because a lot of people don't think Alabama and Jewish in the same sentence. Um. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What was it like, you know, what's the Jewish community like in Birmingham?
2: Yeah. So I, I grew up and think until like uh till fifth grade going to a Jewish day school um, so, you know, I, I got to experience that as a child, which I'm very thankful for. And, you know, just going to Temple on Saturdays. And um, I, I thought there was a great Jewish community, Jewish community in Birmingham. Um, That's great. It was good for me. And uh, you, we should say,
1: you know, I, I, I was going to say, uh, the only thing I, th- I think about is Alabama Jews is uh, the moving Driving Driving Miss Daisy, I think, was about Alabama Jews. And, uh, and I think your coach, I think Bruce Pearl uh you know very outspoken Jewish coach of Auburn is probably one of the one of the more noteworthy I guess he, I don't know if he would consider himself an Alabama and, uh but he's certainly been there for a while uh, a while now he, he can take on that mantle I think proudly.
2: Um yeah. and aside aside from that I, I don't know that there's there's so many other Alabama Jews I, I think of in my head. Um yeah, definitely not many in, in Auburn, but there's a right. small community of us here, which is nice to have.
1: Well Auburn's a you know I know it's a it's a smaller school by um I, I don't know. By, standards. American, by American standards, but it's, I, I assume there is like a hill, a hill yeah. house, and a, a Jewish, uh, a Jewish presence on campus. Um, yeah. why, why did you decide to, to play at Auburn? Uh, was playing for Coach Pearl uh, part of that decision?
2: Yeah, so you know, I always wanted to play basketball out of high school, and I wasn't sure where I wanted to go for a long time. You know, I was looking at some smaller schools, and but, you know, I always loved Aub- Auburn and Coach Pearl um, and how his playing style and uh, I drove down here with my family and had a meeting with coach Pearl. It was really nice. You know, I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect, but you know, he sat down with us for like like an hour, an hour and a half. And we just talked, um, you know, about basketball other things. Um, and it just felt right. And when I left, I was like, that's, that's where I want to go.
1: Right. And you started at Auburn as a walk-on, but uh, I, I saw the article of course that, that you got a scholarship at the beginning of this year uh yeah. what 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 was involved with that or how did that feel uh yeah. getting that sort of honor
2: it felt great you know I, I remember um with that meeting that I was just talking about you know coach Pearl said you know he rewards you know hard work and you know, like if you uh, can play you can play and he just always to me you know staying right and ready so that's what I really try to do all throughout these years and just to have the scholarship now and you know just to know that things you know paid off you know it's a really it's a really good feeling
1: what are you? Exactly. What are you working towards academically? I was just, I was just going to ask because I know this is your fifth year on with the team. Are you? Uh, are you a graduate? Are you a graduate student now,
2: or yeah, are, are you working so, on your undergraduate degree? So, I actually, I graduated from industrial design uh, oh, last great. year, and i tough. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it tough four years, but I'm glad yeah. it was. I, I loved every second of it, but uh, now I'm just, uh, you know, taking. I'm not pursuing a master's or anything. I'm just taking a few classes finance classes you know, golf class which is just really nice well
0: what's golf class tell us what tell us about golf class
2: yeah it's uh two times a week at the range or you just get to hit some golf balls wow. and, um i'm just trying to get a little better at golf i, I feel like that's an important skill to have but yeah it, it
1: seems like there's some perks to being a division one athlete um, And <laughs> <laughs> alabama alabama has some amazing golf courses too we've talked for years about going down to
2: uh, play some of them yeah uh, so th- that's wonderful I'm <laughs> golf class that's yeah, awesome it's, uh, that's great it's, it's nice it's a nice change of pace for in the last four right. years i just had I you know all school basketball the same time now i can focus a little more on basketball and because i think that's, you know, that's what i wanted to do so so
0: tell us a little bit about coach pearl you know you you are the only jewish player on the team he is a i would say very outspoken and proud jewish man do, do you guys ever talk about your faith
2: definitely um that's something that's like, really cool you know to have that you know relationship outside of basketball you know coach pearl will have me over for like a holiday you know oh that's great yeah uh, he also throws this hanukkah party oh My yeah students <laughs> will uh come there to his house and he uh, makes some lockies which is this is so cool and yeah, that's great but yeah you know he's he um he's always talked to me you know about you know being you know proud of your religion and outspoken and you know i, I look at that and i I like to do that myself too, so I, I think it's just cool.
1: Right, last year, um, you you guys, your team traveled to Israel uh, for. I think you played. Did you play a few games? You're there, just one.
2: Oh, uh, so I actually was there for the Maccabi games before. Right. And I actually, uh, sadly, I got hurt in like that last game. So when Auburn came, I didn't get to play, but I still got to experience everything, which is which is awesome. Yeah, what
1: what was that trip like as a team? Was it? Uh... I I I mean I know for you and Coach Pearl it has different meaning as as Jewish players on the team, but I assume that there's there are probably some players on your team who are uh, are religious, somewhat religious yeah. Christians yeah. as well. I'd imagine that has some significance yeah, for
2: them really as cool. well. Um, a lot of them got baptized um, over there, so oh. that, was, that was cool to see. You know, that, um, yeah, there up, up in
0: the, the Sea of Galilee.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a cool thing the the see, and just like they didn't really know what to expect at all coming to israel because i was the only right. person i'd been so i was like trying to tell them about it and they're like ah, i don't know i was like just trust me like yeah and when like, <laughs> they got there they're like they loved it um some of them just really enjoyed it and still talk about it to this day so that, that was super cool getting to see them see it for the first time what was your uh maccabi games experience like uh, it was awesome um we uh we got the gold against france but it was just really cool you know what? I had done it back in 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, I played in the Kava games, which was awesome too. But now, this last one, you know, being older and everything, it was just an awesome experience. You know, I had some amazing teammates. I played for uh, Coach Gottlieb. Um, Really enjoyed that. And it was, it was, it was great. It was a great time. That's great. so
1: this is going to be your last year at auburn uh obviously eligibility requirements and and uh finishing up school and all that uh what, what's next year are you planning on pursuing a career playing basketball professionally are you going, going, going to work as an industrial designer or something I, how, some, about, some like, how about professional
0: designing, golfer
2: if the, if the designing work out basketball
0: well? arenas i think designing basketball courts basketball arenas would fit with the degree in basketball and industrial design
2: yeah oh yeah I mean my dreams are to play pro basketball. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm as an industrial design thinker, you know, I'm always thinking of ideas and everything. And so that'll just maybe come if if I'm just deal pop my head, i will be like, All right, I can pursue this. But, you know, as of right now, I I'd really like to play in Israel on professional. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a a goal of mine for a long time and I've kind of over the last few years, you know, set that that's what I want to do. So yeah, I'm just really taking this year to, you know, I'm not taking that many classes. So it's kind of like I'm, you know, I can treat it like I'm being a pro right now, you know, just focusing on basketball and getting better. And, right. Uh, yeah.
0: So is there, That's great. you don't have to, you know, if you don't want to to spoil any, anything now, but if you were to pick a city in Israel to live in, you know, you have your choice of, of all the teams, all the cities, like where, where'd you like to live there the most basketball aside?
2: uh well tel aviv is always always yeah, super it's, fun it's and, sick <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty hard to beat uh especially for like the first few years like i think that would be really cool um because right. nice beaches and just uh, it's a fun place to be
0: i want to go back a little bit more back to your life at auburn now you know as a notable jewish player you know other than people like us do you get noticed for being Jewish?
2: Every once in a while, you know, like someone will reach out to me on like social media or Instagrams, you I know, mean, like way to represent. And <laughs> yeah. I, I always think that's so cool. Um, right. Awesome. But yeah, every, every once in a while, someone will reach out to me or like, you know, like send me something Just be like you know, a way, way to represent, which is, this has always been super cool to me.
0: So then similarly, when you watch basketball, you know, or golf or whatever sport, like, do you care when other athletes are Jewish?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, that's always cool to see and I'll tell tell them where to represent
0: yeah is, and is there anyone you, you follow particularly uh
2: um so some of my you know teammates from my Maccabi teammates actually you know just watching them play um yeah. right. colleges that's always cool to see you know it's like a a, a little group of us um who' all, all play college and hopefully we can all end up in the same place in Israel eventually that
0: that'd be yeah. like an American collegiate all-star team that'd be awesome yeah
2: <laughs> well it's funny we were talking about Alabama Jews and, and
1: Athens and I realized that there aren't um there aren't that many other Alabama Jewish Catholics I can think of but there are a fair amount of Jewish uh sports writers in Alabama uh at least I I know Matt Cohen for yeah. uh for al.com uh profiles Albert and I've always assumed Paul Feinbaum is Jewish but I don't know if he is or not I, I don't know if I've ever had confirmation about that um uh, not sure you're not sure either yeah I, yeah I I it's funny because he's like the most prolific uh you know football radio guy in the state um and and and, and i think for people who don't follow college football or, well not from the south it's like they probably have no idea who he is but if you're from yeah. alabama uh you know you've heard his voice probably you know every week for the last Definitely. for your entire life we'll have but... to
0: figure it out well we're, we're on the case we'll get we'll get back to you lear we'll find All right, out you.
2: let guy. me know i yeah
1: I, so
0: one, of, I know it's a small community. I have a friend who's from Jackson, Mississippi, who's Jewish, and he tells me he told me that like, like there's a lot of Jewish families in Mississippi, but they're all kind of aware of each other. Like, would, would it be surprising to you to like find to meet a Jewish family in Alabama you like didn't know about?
2: Yeah, and I'd say even more so in Auburn because like, halal. <laughs> like, I feel like I know most of everyone. And every every once in a while, I'll, like just be talking to like a student, and uh and it just comes up, and like you're Jewish, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, I'll be like what? How do I yeah. not know? You? Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so that happens every once in a while, but not very often, I would say. Uh,
1: I wanted to mention as well that this is the first uh, guest we've had on a show who uh, was recommended to us by their by their dad uh, <laughs> who reached out to us. So shout out to your dad for reaching out to us. I think that was uh, you know a real. He, he's got a lot of uh pride pride about your basketball career yeah, and, and everything right, you do so right, thank shout you. out shout out to him thank you dad
0: <laughs> do your parents ever push medical school on you
2: no i think they're <laughs> i think they're uh they're with me on my my basketball journey which is cool you know they're coming to all the games which you know means so right. much and having yeah. haven't make that drive every time but yeah, they're they're extremely supportive, and I'm I'm very thankful for that.
0: So how far how far is Birmingham to Auburn?
2: It's only, it's two hours, so it's, it's two not hours. Okay, of a drive, which is nice. I can go home sometimes if we have an off weekend.
1: Oh, right, that's great. Where where are your uh, where is the game coming up against Notre Dame in New York? Where where are you guys playing? It is
2: in the Barclays? Uh, oh, wow. nice arena. Is your
1: first time? It will be your first time playing there. Or you play, Have you been there before?
2: No, I, I've actually not. I've only been passing through New York. I've never actually been, so oh, I'm cool. looking forward to that.
1: Oh, that's you... great! This is this is a great opportunity. I mean, for you to connect with some some Jewish, uh yeah, yeah. Jewish cultural touchstones in New York. I mean, you know about all the food and all that. Yeah, that, that that's you I should really take advantage of that because I think it'll there will be parts of it that'll be like you know I maybe I've never had you know authentic pastrami or knish or something like that, but like there will be something that tastes. Similar to something you've had, or, or flavors that are that have been, you know, even though it's not exactly the same as whatever you get in New York. I mean, I, I'm sure you've had a bagel before, but it's not exactly the same as
2: a New York a real New York <laughs> yeah, I'm, bagel. I'm a, that's funny you say. That. I'm actually looking forward to that. Just the food, <laughs> I love to eat, and I'm sure. Oh, yeah yeah there's gotta be some I mean, good
1: places that's great um well we'll let you go Lior. uh get back to studying and, and training and, and getting prepared go, for go game back weekend. to golf class go back <laughs> to, yeah go study for golf class study class your, your uh your, yeah yeah study your whole locations um and, and have a great time this week this weekend in new york uh and, and good luck for you guys the rest of the season
2: thank you and i appreciate y'all having me on here
1: Well, thanks again to Lior for joining us. Uh, and, and thanks also to Lior's dad, Dylan, for, for setting up, uh, making the connection, reaching out to us. This um, this
0: is great. It's lovely. To, it's lovely when, when we've got a multi-generational, uh, uh, fandom. I want to do a, a quick shout out. Speaking of which, um, you know, we got, we got a letter earlier this week. We love getting letters in the Menchwarmer's inbox. Um, Especially when when you know it comes from fans, but um we got a oh, we, we got a wonderful letter this week uh, on the topic of Dave Schultz, uh oh, yeah. the the NHL player um who has the all time record in uh, penalty minutes for a single season, um <laughs> for the Philadelphia Flyers in the 1970s. Unfortunately, Dave Schultz is not Jewish. Um, right. But uh, I think
1: we knew that by by leading the league in penalty minutes. Yes, I think the, that, the only Jewish enforcer is uh, is Goon is Doug Glatt from the movie Goon, and that's and, a that's a fictional character.
0: And as we talked about Larry Zydell, um, <laughs> right? You right, know that's true. I actually watched Goon too recently, and I, I oh, yeah? took some notes to to talk about on the podcast, and and I'll get back to, to finishing the story of the email too. Just to finish it quickly, we wound up we, the, the writer and I, a, a lovely lawyer named Andrew, um, we discussed. Uh, Larry Zidel and his uh, child's um, ambition to break Dave Schultz's record, a completely honorable <laughs> and respectable goal. And I'm all for it. Um, That's great. But great emails. I, I, I speaking of this. I watched Doug Glatt. I watched Goon 2 recently. Okay. Um, I've, never interestingly, I've never seen Goon 2. He's a Jewish character. And the uh, you know there are a lot of, of Jewish people in the movie. Sean William Scott is not Jewish. But his, you know, rival mentor, uh, Ross Ray, who's, you know, a real East Coast Canadian is played by Lee Schreiber, who is Jewish right. Right. Um, and, and is like a very good sort of tough guy Canadian um, in that as well. There's, you know, Doug Glatt, uh, uh, him being Jewish, is talked about a lot in the movie. He wears sort of a big uh, Star of David and. The two, there are two Ukrainian brothers on the team who just call him the Iron Jew throughout the whole movie.
1: <laughs> like it that's is good. Iron Jew, man. That's a pretty fight. good. That's a pretty good nickname. Yes, um, Doug the well, Thug Glad. Maybe maybe someday we'll have a, a Goon to uh, Watch Along podcast uh, or something, some event around that. I think that would be yeah, fun. They're,
0: they're, yeah, yeah, live a live Goon and Goon Two.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, if you if you uh, like Leor's dad, are, are listening to this podcast and say, "Hey, I I am the father or cousin or aunt of a prominent Jewish athlete or sports person or, or anyone," feel free to reach out. Uh, you know, it's always good to make connections. Uh, absolutely. With people in the Jewish sports world. I, I and- sorry, I do want to finish it.
0: There was one other thing I wanted to specifically say, which is um, the other main character in the movie. In Goon 2, which I forgot to mention, playing a non-Jew is Wyatt Russell, who was also oh, yeah. Jewish.
1: That's right, because um, he's the son of uh, Goldie Hawn.
0: Son of Goldie Hawn, and was a professional hockey player, too. So he was a Jewish athlete um, who then became a Jewish actor. Anyway, wow. finishing that video um, in Goon 2.
1: Uh, th- thanks again to our producer, Michael Freeman, uh, for producing this. As always, you can find our podcast on the Canadian Jewish News' website, thecjn.ca, uh, and check for it in your inbox as well. And subscribe wherever you get your podcast. if you're using an app. Uh, if you're not on the CJN's website right now, using a podcast app, uh, you know, make sure you're liked and subscribed. And if you are using the CJN's website, if you listen to this from your inbox, get a podcast app. Get a child or nephew to... Download that for you on your phone and get it delivered directly uh, <laughs> to your device every time we publish, uh, so you don't miss a, an episode of warmers
0: We're also uh, on Spotify. Maybe Spotify yeah. helps. That's easy. We're on
1: Spotify. I, I get alerts when our podcast uh, comes out. I never listen to it personally because uh, I, I do the podcast. You know, it would be weird to it's it's weird to listen to my can, own voice.
0: Can you hear your own voice on recording? I'm very bad at it.
1: Uh, like, do am I self conscious about it? Yeah.
0: Like, like, do you get, I, I get the sort of like nails on a chalkboard.
1: Oh from. yeah. Uh, I would say it's not my preferred thing to do. I, I don't like listening to recordings myself. I used to do dictations a lot. Uh, and my least favorite part was like having to go back and listen to myself and, and, and do additions and stuff like that. So it's, did you um, have it?
0: Was it like George Costanza with the risk management book on tape?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I couldn't listen to my myself talk about whatever you know memo i was dictating or whatever anyways uh until next time uh us on twitter at menschwarmers uh for jewish sports news and uh kevin euclis retweets and things like that we Um, we we
0: are the good part of twitter we're the good left
1: that's right you can you can uh which we'll call it you can cultivate your feed and keep keep us on there and, and and we're bringing nothing but good stuff and and Jewish athletes. Uh, vibes. We're all speaking vibes. out against anti-Semitism anti-Semitism yeah. <laughs> and other good things. Good vibes and Diet Coke. Uh, until next time, thanks again for joining us.
0: The Dunfield Retirement Residence offers customized living options to complement your independent, active lifestyle. Welcome home. Welcome to the Dunfield. Visit us at thedunfield.com to book a personal tour.